the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Hello and good morning and welcome in to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing and more. Beaten down tech stocks were the winner winner chicken dinners last week. Big rally. Biggest two-day pop since the financial crisis after inflation numbers in came in kind of cool. I'm cool like that. They weren't as hot as expected. They weren't cool enough to say inflation's over. So I think what we're seeing is a bear market rally. Is it a chance to sell your losers into strength so that you can reposition into more strength in the future? I don't know. That's up to you. It's a work advisor for taking action on your stocks. Never mentioned on the show. Corporations have not been lighting up the corporate profits fire, not in any way, shape, or form. But what has been lighting it up is Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. $180 million. Biggest debut ever for the month of November. Taking out the Hunger Games Catching Fire, which November of 2013, where were you in November of 2013? $158 million is the biggest opening uh, at a movie in the United States. And when it pulled in $158 million, Wakanda Forever pulls in over $180 million, $330 million globally. The reason I bring that up is I think that is honestly a much more of a normalized kind of conversation that we should be having if COVID never happened. But COVID did happen. So we, we kind of talk about pre-COVID, COVID, post-COVID. Until we don't. Maybe a year, two, three, four, five, ten years from now. So the market rally last week feels a bit like a bear market rally. Not a lot changed. The Democrats kept the Senate. Democrats pinned the tail on the donkey. They got the 50th Senate seat required for control of the chamber for the final two years of President Biden's term. The big challenge clincher came in Nevada where incumbent Senator Catherine Cortez Mastro defeated Republican challenger Adam Laxalt in a tight race. There's going to be a runoff coming up in a couple of weeks with the Democrats and the Republicans in Atlanta. Look for a lot of money to be raised between now and then. The House is yet to be decided, but ultimately we could see some more government spending. And that's not anti-inflationary. It's inflationary when we're printing money to give money away. Will Democrats have their hands tied? Sort of, especially if they don't win the House. Um, 
And I don't think there's any big mandate here. Like, go fix America, everyone. Go fix America. It's kind of like we all hate each other, America. Get nothing done. The big thing that'll get done in the next two years is probably a lot more judges will be stuffed for the Democrats. Similar to the way the Trump administration stuffed a lot of judges in the United States Supreme Court and federal system with Republican judges. That's all the that's all the politics I can handle. I'm politicked out. Are you? Um, Elon Musk's astronomical pay package has been challenged in court. Twitter combusting is the only threat to Elon Musk's world-beating bank account. Trial today is going to begin to challenge his gargantuan pay package at Tesla. I don't know how you're going to win that one. Or I don't know. I, I Again, the legal challenges. If someone creates billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars of profit for shareholders, how do you say he's not entitled to billions of dollars as CEO? Musk has the upper hand in this case, as business law court rarely meddles in fairs of executive pay. Even so, the buzzy trial could spur more legal challenges to his CEO compensation, which was 324 times the median pay at the SP 500 companies last year. So he makes a lot more money than other people at his businesses. Is that a problem? Elizabeth Holmes this week is going to learn about prison time. The Theranos founder will be sentenced on Friday after being found guilty of fraud for lying to investors about her blood testing startup. Prosecutors want 15 years. Ooh. Ooh. What's interesting on this one is I think Sam Bakeman freed should be f- fearful. What he did at FTX is very similar to what she did at Theranos. A lot of complete lying and taking the funds. We'll see if it plays out like that. It probably won't. But we'll see. Last week was a big week for the stock market in more ways than one. The huge gains achieved by the major agencies were part of the equation. But it was that better-than-expected CPI report, a material decline in market rates, and a big drop in the dollar. Equaled huge gains. It was all algebra. X plus Y plus Z equals big gains. First, you steal the underwear. Second. Third, big profit. What's the second thing you do? Same thing on Wall Street last week. It was X plus Y plus Z. It was the CPI report that was a little bit lower, a little less inflation. Rates were pushed higher, and the dollar got a bounce. Okay, so the mega cap stocks were powerful drivers of last week's rallies. Companies like Apple, Microsoft, Google, Netflix, Amazon. A little bit of a disappointment this week to start things off a little bit of a ah we had a good week last week didn't we let's pat ourselves on the back how about a cigarette oh the market's going a little bit lower today nothing's going on fed governor waller said the fed may slow the pace of rate hikes but that there is still a ways to go before stop raising interest rates 
a Citigroup downgraded Bank America to neutral from buy. There's festering anxiety about the FTX bankruptcy. You're seeing the CEO of crypto.com go, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. We got we we can easily cover all of the withdrawals. That's not exactly what you want to be hearing right now. You want to be talking about things are sexy, we got brand new accounts, everything's shiny, nothing is broken. Come to us, come come to the dark side. But crypto's talking about, oh, we're not Sam Bankman freed. That's not good. Don't be comparing yourself to a criminal at this point in time. One minute. Market participants will be considering a lot of earnings this week out of the retail sector. Walmart, Home Depot, Target, Lowe's, Kohl's, Macy's, and TGX. They're going to tell us, I'm worried about inventory. That's what I want to see. I don't really care how much they sold today. I care how thin they are going into Christmas because we don't want discounting at Christmas. Otherwise, they're trying to move product. I eat too much inventory. So big earnings week out of Walmart, Home Depot, Target, Lowe's, Kohl's, Macy's, and TGX. A lot of economic data. The October produced price index, retail sales, industrial production, housing starts, existing home sales, and leading economic indicators. This is a big week of data. This should be fun. Enjoy. Big seminar coming up Thursday in Palo Alto. You can sign up for it at Rob Black Show. Use the code EVENT25. Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archived podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth's certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. Taylor Swift. Fans are gearing up to buy tickets. I have an account with Ticketmaster because I'm kind of a big deal. Actually, I went to a concert last evening, a Wall Nation at the Fox, very lightly attended. And I'm like, I wonder if people are staying in because of COVID. I wonder if people are staying in because it's expensive out there with inflation. I wonder if people are staying in because it's Sunday night. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but her era's tour is going to be huge in 2023. Um, did tickets get released Right before Christmas is a way of telling parents, buy these expensive tickets for your children. I think so. I think so. What I love about Ticketmaster is their business model. What I hate about Ticketmaster is their business model. Many, many, many years ago, if you go back to the 1980s, the world started like saying, computers, we could have these everywhere. Ticketing, we could have this everywhere. And Ticketmaster had... A relationship with the venues. And they told the venues and the acts, hey, we'll sell tickets. We'll go to Macy's and we'll put a computer there. And people on Thursday morning will wake up and hear that Taylor Swift is coming in concert. They'll go stand in line at a mall at a Macy's. Macy's, you're going to be happy because people are going to be standing in line there. When they're done buying tickets for Tay-Tay Swift, maybe they'll buy a shirt. Maybe they'll buy some stinky perfume. So Ticketmaster put in computers, they put in the hardware, and they they told Macy's, don't worry about it, we got this one. And and Macy's was like, wait, wait, you're going to give us free traffic, foot traffic? And then the fees started to come in, and we're like, oh, this is the rub. So the rub is on the tickets, is the fees and the services, and it is, they are nasty. 
they are nasty. You can expect processing. Well, you're going to pay $49 to $449 for standard tickets. VIP to uh, VIP tickets will run up to eight hundred and ninety nine. You may get a pair of Taylor Swift socks. You may get a poster signed. You may get the chance to take a picture with Tay Tay. Eight hundred and ninety nine dollars. And again, that's the face value. Ticketmaster adds a service fee to each ticket in almost all cases. The fee. Varies by event based on its agreement with each individual client. A processing fee is also usually added per order. Unless tickets are purchased in person, the box office or venue. Delivery and facility fees are determined by the client. A 2018 study published by the Government of Accountability Office, the GAO, our Congress found that fees average 27% of the ticket's face value even though they can run as high as 40%. Then there's something called dynamic pricing now, which is an algorithm that can cost you big money. There's something called a platinum ticket. And if someone's looking at tickets right now, the cost of the platinum ticket just went up. If two people are looking, the cost went up even further. Then there's these online queues that are happening in the ticket world right now, where if you have a a credit card from Capital One or a credit card from Visa or MasterCard or American Express, you may be able to buy pre-sales. So if you are waiting to decide on what seats, someone could snag them. There's a range in place that's subject to change, especially for platinum tickets that are for high in-demand sections, i.e. the front rows. We've seen some Bruce Springsteen tickets go for $10,000 this year. Now, most of them are averaging around 5000 with dynamic pricing. The White House has taken note, and even Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, President Joe, Joe, said that his administration is aiming to reduce or eliminate so-called junk fees in the industries, which include banking, travel, and entertainment. That would feel kind of nice, wouldn't it? I'll be honest with you, when you fly now, there's something to be said for the way Southwest says, your bag flies free. And you're like, you know what? My bag's going to fly free. And I don't have to worry about Hawaiian Airlines or Alaska Airlines or Content. Like, you're just like... This kind of looks like the face value of the ticket, and there's going to be other other like hotel costs and uh, airport costs and like departure costs. Like you're like, why are there so many fees? And I kind of do agree with the Biden administration. It would be nice if corporate America were just like more. This is your cost. Didn't Airbnb have some problems a couple weeks ago? Didn't we talk a little bit about that one? What are the cleaning costs? Why are we paying cleaning costs? And a lot of people got really upset about it. Because you're comparing it to a hotel, but it's not a hotel. It's someone's house. There's no corporate maid coming by that's going to clean all the rooms by one and get you an early check-in. It's someone's freaking freaking house. Hey, you're upset that you have to clean it? Yeah. I, I think there's probably a middle ground that needs to be explored as far as business model goes, but it shouldn't be something people get upset about. Tickets for Taylor Swift shows, which have not gone on sale yet, 
are already on resale sites. And you're like, what? How is that possible? And that's called speculative selling. Where they think they're going to get the ticket and then mark it up for you, but you can get it before they get it. Oh, and for the record, I would only buy aftermarket tickets at Ticketmaster or StubHub. When you start getting into the vivid seats, you're starting to count on people delivering what they promise, i.e. ticket for i.e. big money. And sometimes if they don't get the money that they feel, they're like, oh, I just didn't transfer the tickets in time. I sold them to someone else. They're not telling you that, but it's happening a lot. And CFP Chadberg told me a couple of months ago, his daughter got tickets online for a country music concert, showed up, and they're like, nope. Someone's already gone in with that ticket. So it was sold to two people. And one person didn't get in. Digital tickets have problems. Do they not? Uh So live music has roared back in the United States. as the pandemic has waned. And the refrain of high demand, low inventory for tickets has become a common theme for music fans. From Blink-182 to Paramore to Bruce Springsteen to Chris Stapleton to Tay-Tay Taylor Swift. Uh, Again, a lot like a Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. It's nice to see people doing normal things. I don't know if that makes any sense. It is what it is. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Talking about the stock market this week. Big week for earnings out of retailers. That's the story we're going to write this week. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I'm always fascinated by business models. Some guys like fashion models. Some guys like business models. I think you know which side of the fence that I'm on. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Let's take a look at some of the top stories of the day. It's getting a little bit redundant. Elon Musk and Twitter. FTX and Bitcoin. There's a lot of drama with the rhetoric around Elon Musk and remote work at Twitter. He's throwing a highly publicized fit about how much money is spent on employees who are not eating food at the office when the providing of food is meant to keep them more productive and working throughout the day. He says it's $200 employee, the employee who used to work at Twitter said, no, it's more like $25 because I used to be in charge of that department. It gets on Twitter. There's a public spat. Do we care? Now that Twitter's private, now that Musk is, you know, overpaid for an asset, do we care? And apparently we do. We don't like the way he's handling a free service to us. Move on. 
Amazon paused the ability for its employees to move across teams. The implosion of crypto exchange FTX continues to unfold. Salesforce insiders say they were set up for failure ahead of this week's layoffs. There is a big downsizing in tech. It's overdue and it's needed. If you take a look at the financials of tech companies, most of them grew their sales costs, SG&A, the administration costs of doing their business during the pandemic, and yet their revenue didn't grow. So they hired, they hired, they hired, they hired, they hired, only to go sideways. And when the economy gets a little bit tighter, imagine a clenching right now. Clench your stomach. Suck in the gut. When the economy gets like that, they're looking like, we need to tighten this belt. How do we do it? How do we trim the fat so we can tighten our belt? And it is exactly what you think it is. It's layoffs. Some former Twitter employees allege in a new lawsuit, the company persuaded them to stick around through Musk's acquisition and then laid them off without the amount of severance that they were led to believe they would be eligible for. Some employees last week said that they had PTSD from previous recessions. Okay, that's a little bit dramatic. That headline feels a little dramatic. Like, I feel like I've been laid off before and now I'm getting laid off again. It just, it's, it's horrible. I'm not mocking. Okay, I'm mocking. Is it, how far do we, like, sometimes you lose job. Sometimes you're in an industry that's fat. Sometimes you're in an industry that's hiring too many people and not seeing revenue growth. And there's going to be a reckoning when they say, you know, how much money's going out and how much money's coming in. If I was a Halloween Hollywood screenwriter, if I was a Hollywood screenwriter, da 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 da. Um, I'm working on the Sam Bankman Freed script right now. I'm thinking that kid from Stranger Things. Oh, he could, he could be Sam. I know you're saying, what are you talking about? It's dramatic is what I'm talking about. The drama at FTX has that sitcom kind of vibe to it. A company run by a small circle of friends who shared an apartment in the Bahamas and occasionally entered into romantic relationships with each other. Like, what? A surprise tax bill. The CEO of tech startup Gravy Work told the Wall Street Journal that a remote employee who spent time working in California and Austin where the company is not registered led to an unwelcome surprise in the form of major taxes, fees, and headaches. Yeah, that work from wherever you want has some consequences, especially if you're honest with the government about where you're working and where you should be taxed. Electric vehicle maker Lucid is... Picking a legal fight with Texas over state laws requiring that cars be sold via dealerships. You know, they say don't mess with Texas. I don't know if Lucid has anything to stand on here. Uh, there's high stakes for EV startups right now who which prefer to follow in Tesla's footstep and sell straight to the customers. But some states go, well, if you're going to sell a car and say you registered in the state, then you have to have a dealer. and You have to have uh, employees at your dealership. That's my best Texas impression. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for the Academy Award. I want to thank my acting coach, uh, the Joker from the Batman movie. 
Yes. Um, elsewhere out there, you know, let's go back to Elon Musk and Twitter real quick. There's a popular Jesus Christ account on Twitter and it got verified. Paying eight bucks to get verified. And you're going like, now I kind of see what all the fuss is about. Over the last four or five business days, we've kind of learned like, um, I can say that I'm GM and I can set up an account GM at google.com and I can suddenly be verified. And then I can start doing a parody of GM and going like these cars break down often. And GM can't protect their brand. What's going on at Twitter is a little bit of a mess to say the least. I think that's fair to say. Crypto crypt, the crypt keeper. Crypto's biggest players are attempting to avoid a chain reaction, which is funny when you think about the blockchain. <laughs> oh, I'll be here all week. Uh, but we're watching Binance, Crypto.com. They're rushing to show people, don't panic. This is all good. We're fine. We don't have a shaky foundation like they did. The FTX meltdown, spurred by revelations that the firm's apparent self-dealing, left it less than $1 billion in assets to cover $9 billion in liabilities. And there's money missing. And there appears to be a backdoor inside the app program where insiders can shift money from your account to another business's account. And that's what FTX is being accused of. Basically running one company to send assets to another company, which sent assets back to that company, which was very much so what Enron did. Enron was an energy supplier. And this was when we were like, let's buy and sell energy. Like, let's trade it like socks. And it seemed like a good idea and all, except for Enron would buy cheap energy and then sell it to California. Great idea. But they were also starting to make relationships where, like, we're going to sell it to, um, let's see, the United uh, States of Rob Black. And Rob Black would, would buy it back from them. And it was like, wait, wait, is that a real company? Is that a real country? Like, it was a shell game. Move assets from this to there and then send it right back to this. Putin's draft scares away his own citizens, hurting the national economy. As Vladimir Putin continues his will be gone war in Ukraine, Russian civilians are leaving in droves with many fleeing to nearby countries and wealthier citizens seeking the island life far from the front lines. Russia's going through some problems internally in their economy. That should not be all that surprising. No. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Other stories of note that we need to focus in on. There's nothing really jumping out today. It's really about the coming week with earnings season. That's what I'm seeing. Inflation has gotten so bad, even the cost of cringe-worthy Hosts inside of LinkedIn is going up. LinkedIn ghostwriters say they've been able to raise their prices by as much as 40% for executives looking to chase clout. That's interesting. I'm not a big LinkedIn user. I have one. Rob Black Show. It's not me. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. This week is going to be a busy week. Walmart, Home Depot, Target, Lowe's, Kohl's. I like Kohl's as far as shopping. They buy goods from brand makers like Polo Ralph Lauren. And they say, how much that sweater was it supposed to cost? And Polo Ralph Lauren says, $120, but we couldn't sell it. And Cole's like, okay, so we're going to put a tag on it. This is $120, now $60. And Rob's spouse will walk into Cole's and go, ooh, I can get him a polo sweater that was $120 for $60. He's going to like me. Cole's moves a lot of merchandise. Macy's big, 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 big retail um, space and malls. Um, TJX, similar to Kohl's Lowe's, kind of a poor man's Home Depot, how are we spending on our home, I think it's important to look at Walmart, big discounter, Target, big discounter they've had really bad quarters the last two quarters, did they get rid of the inventory that they over ordered that stuck around for too long through discounts, we'll find out this week, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing and more, find me online at Rob Black Show Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show I'm Rob Black For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.